I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everybody everywhere, praise God. I'm David Weeder, this is Lynn Weeder, and you are now watching the Covenant Living Broadcast. Praise God. Hey, grab your Bible, grab your notebook, don't forget that cup of tea or <laughs> coffee or iced tea or whatever you, whatever you like. Pull the chair up to the table and let's get into a study of the Word of God today, praise God. Father, we thank you for this, another opportunity to share victory to share overcoming faith, to share the love of God, to share your word, to teach, to preach, and that it goes out all over this world. We're so grateful, and I'm saying it right now by faith, not one person, not one in th within the sound of my voice, watching these broadcasts or even reading transcripts of it, will remain unimpacted and unchanged by the power of your word, by the power of your very own self. And we receive it done by faith in the name that is above every name, the matchless, priceless name of God, Jesus himself. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Let's get into the Word. We're going to begin, well, let me kind of, let me set the stage for this a little bit. All this year, on the broadcast since the beginning of March, we've been teaching on, it sounds kind of strange to say we've been teaching on fear, <laughs> <laughs> but but we have been. We've and, been but exposing fear. Exposing fear, that's exactly, that's the perfect way to say it. We've been unwrapping it because We've really, really seen, and you have too, over the last several years, people, there's, there's so, fear is so rampant and it's so saturating all, everything around us in this world in these last days that a lot of people don't even recognize it and realize what it is. Well, and so many people, well, I'm just wanting to know what's going on, mm -hmm. but the way they respond to it is, is, is in fear. And, and either that or they, you know, they... They say the right words with the wrong meaning. I just, I, I'm just wanting to walk in wisdom, you know, and wisdom that's exactly true. Thing. Yeah, wisdom is the prince, the principal thing. But it's not, uh, it's not a, a another word for fear, <laughs> and you need to make sure you're not using it as such. And so we've gone over all of these things. We've looked at the how fear comes into a believer's life because it's not generated by their spirit anymore once they're born again, but it can still be fed into the spirit. So we've looked at all of those things. Um, you, you go back. It's, I mean, hey, we've been doing it since March. There's a lot to cover. <laughs> so go back and, and get that information. It's available on the website. It's available on the YouTube channel. And we're going to, you know, we've, we've spent, we've done broadcasts in the past where we've talked about thoughts and images and mm -hmm. we've done broadcasts on casting thoughts and images down and we've done broadcasts on the armor of God and standing fast and the Lord just kind of been dealing with me to kind of meld these together and you know we uh, 
uh, we've referred many times in the past uh, about Brother Kenneth Hagin. Um, there was a person early on in his ministry that made a statement that just really impacted his life and ministry for the rest of his life on this on on the earth. And he, the statement was this: that when it comes to the things of God, the Word of God, the principles, even doctrine, it's kind of like climbing a mountain. And you can climb up one side of the mountain and you're focused on these rocks and those trees and this stream. Or you can come around and be on this side of the mountain and you're climbing and you look at those rocks and that stream and, and, and you see these trees and they look different than this side. Well, which one's right? Well, it depends on which side of the mountain you're looking at it from. And you'll get, you'll get, you'll get understanding and you'll glean things when you're focused on this side of the mountain. But yet when you're focused on this side of the mountain, you'll be able to study and glean and, and, and see different images and different pictures and different uh, aspects of the mountain. And so there's scriptures in the Word of God that you can glean a lot of information concerning different things depending on what you're focused on at the time. And so you can glean certain things when you study the the armor of God, the weapons of our warfare from a general standpoint. But then when you focus on certain things like we have been now for quite a while on thoughts and images and, and things like that, and you study those verses and you study those pieces of armament with that in mind and with that as your focus, then you're going to glean more information about how to deal with those issues when you study it. The, the, the word is a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's multifaceted and it applies to so many different uh, things. And it just depends on what you're focused on, what the Holy Spirit reveals to you at that moment. Well, even a natural example of this, how do you handle a knife? Well, if I'm cutting vegetables, it's one way. If I'm trimming meat, it's another way. If I'm opening a box, I hold it different. I use different rules on that. If you're using it for self-defense, it's yet another way that you handle it. And so you may say, yeah, I know how to handle a knife. A chef knows how, but a mm-hmm. uh, seal, Navy SEAL handles it handles differently. It differently. Yeah. And you start with children of, okay, the fir- very, very basics. Mm-hmm. Keep your fingers back here. And when they're little, only do it when we're around. Right. And, and, and when you're studying things like that, there's mm-hmm. still certain underlying things that don't change. Right. Like, I don't care who's using the knife. You should be using it cutting away from yourself or towards a safe direction, not towards yourself. <laughs> That's pretty much whether you're cutting meat, vegetables, and you know. we have known very experienced people that did not follow that's, that's us. Exactly, that's exactly the, don't ask who it is now, come on. <laughs> so it's, it's really the same when you're studying the Word. There's certain underlying things that don't change, mm-hmm. but then there's things that the Holy Spirit can reveal to you in different ways. And, and, and that's a lot of talk <laughs> to establish, but that's what we're going to be looking at today. We're going to slow down for the next several uh, weeks. We're going to slow down and we're going to make sure that we're focusing on these things from the aspect of thoughts of fear, thoughts and images that um, 
need to be cast down, as the word says, brought into captivity into a certain box. <laughs> and it is a certain box that they need to be captive to. And so we're going to start looking at that. And we're going to begin by looking at 1 John chapter 4. Well, what's 1 John chapter 4 have to do with the armor of God? Well, hang around and you'll see. <laughs> Let me get everything organized here. All right, we're going to be looking today. We're going to start at 1 John chapter 4 and uh, beginning in verse 15. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. That would be us. <laughs> and we have known and believed. All right, put a little sticker there. We're coming back to that. We have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. Now, put another little sticker right there because we're going to come back to that too. God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, or that word perfect means mature, developed, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Now, most Christians don't have guts enough to believe that, but keep that in. I'm going to tell you, just put flags everywhere, man. <laughs> We're going to come back. As he is, so are we in this world. Part of the way that happens is through the armor and weapons of God that we've been assigned, and we're going we're gonna to see that as these broadcasts develop. Uh, let's see. As he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear, none. There is no fear in love, but perfect or mature love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. Well, there is so much in those <laughs> three verses. My, 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 my. But we're going to go back up to that first pin <laughs> that I told you about. We have known and believed the love that God has to us. Now, turn over to, there is a difference. There's a difference between knowing and believing. So let's look and see what it does. Look at John Chapter 3, we're all familiar with this <laughs> verse, but we're going to put our eyes on it again here. Sometimes you get too familiar with the verse. Exactly. That's exactly You don't right. hear it anymore. So, focus. Hear it <laughs> this time, okay? Uh, John 3, and we will start in, uh, yeah, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now go back up. For God so loved, so there's the love, the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth, there's the believing the love, okay? So here we see that believing the love is what justifies, what recreates the human spirit into, from the world into the body of Christ. 
That's what believing the love does, okay? Now, let's go over to Ephesians and look at another aspect of it. We're going to be looking in Ephesians chapter 3 and beginning in verse 17. You got it? Mm-hmm. All righty. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints. Now listen, pay attention. What is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love? Aha! Now we're talking about knowing the love. And notice, it's a much, it's a much more comprehensive description. Know the length and the breadth and the height and the depth. All different three-dimensional, four-dimensional, however many dimensions there are. We, hey, hey. We only know about the dimensions that are here on the planet. <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, it's the difference in if you have somebody new come to your family, they will have met you mm-hmm. and been introduced into your home and may be able to start partaking of benefits of food at your house and <laughs> just hanging out with you, doing things. But then as they get to know you, they get to know your character. They get to know your generosity. They get to know, I mean, as we had kids come into our house, first time they came in, they're like, hi, nice to meet you. After a while, they got to know us. <laughs> and they would walk in without knocking or at least text us and say, hey, we're coming in at four because you don't just walk in to some houses unannounced. <laughs> but then they'd go straight to the kitchen. Yep. I got text messages from kids in our house. Hey, I just used the last of the bread. Hey, we need more (laughs) so-and-so. And that is getting to know us, know that it's okay to eat our food. I would appreciate knowing we're out of things so I can buy more so it's still there. And that's very much. And they didn't hesitate taking the last of it neither. No, they didn't. (laughs) And that's very much that knowing the love of God, knowing that he doesn't care if you ate the last banana. Well, and look what it produces. May be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that or so that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. And now, now that that's taken place, unto him that is able to do exceedingly above all that we ask, oh, excuse me, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to that power of love that works in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Look, Look at what knowing the love produces in our lives. Believing that God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son gets us into the kingdom, gives us access. Now we can begin knowing the facets and the different things and the different aspects, the breadth, the length, the height, the depth of the love. And then it will produce these things in our lives 
on this earth so that as he is, so are we in this world. Glory to God. Praise God. So knowing the love. So let's now, now that we have this specific background and we've laid this foundation, now let's go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. The church at Corinth. A lot of things in these two books of the Bible. All right, so now, no, I was mistaken. We need to go back to some of those pins that we put in 1 John. So turn back over to 1 John. Hold your place there in 2 Corinthians. I think, I think <laughs> we're going to make it back there. There's no strong guarantee of it on this broadcast, but I think we're going to make it back over there. All right. All right, pin number two. Now, uh, just to remind you, we're back in uh, six, verse 16 of 1 John 4. And we have known and believed the love. Okay, so we've kind of dis- we've kind of covered that at least briefly. Mm. That God has to us, God is love. Okay, that's the second pin. There are some things that God is. He has faith. He is love. Now, let's look at another thing that God is. In in St. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, and verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, if you look up that, that word is, God is love, The word is describes a state of being. That is what he is, okay? That word was, the word was God, is just simply, you look it up. You can look it up in Strong's. It's simply the past tense of is. So this is another thing. This is not a copy. It is. It's not just a copy of what God said. It is a manifestation of God himself. You cannot separate God and his word. They are one in the same. Okay? So God is love. So when we when we press into and endeavor to know the breadth and length, height and depth of love, we're knowing the breadth and length and height and depth of God, what does that look like? Knowing the breadth and length and height and depth of the word. Same thing. It's exactly the same thing. You can interchange, scripturally speaking, you can interchange God, love, and the word. The word is a picture of love. So much so, if you look across the back there in in 1 John 4, I'm I'm showing you how all of these things weave together. Now, 1 John 5, we're going over to chapter 5 now. 
whosoever, verse 1, whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, born of love, born of the word. And everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Now look at this next word, this next verse, verse 3. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous because whatsoever is born of God, born of love, born of his commandments, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Our faith in what? Our faith in God. Our faith in love. Our faith in the word. Keeping his commandments. And that word is, is exactly the same word over here in 1 John 4 and John chapter 1. It's his, it's what it is. It's, it's, it's his very nature. It's his very character is keeping the commandments. Oh, dear Lord, we got hundreds of commandments. No, 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 no. Back right up here in the same book. Same book, book of John. Go back to chapter 3. Let's see. And verse 21, because we'll be coming back to a concept here in verse 21 at, at some <laughs> one of these broadcasts. Beloved, if our heart condemns us not, then we have confidence or faith towards God. And whatsoever we ask, we believe of, we receive of him because, there's a, there's a reason. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. Why is that? Because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight, not ours, his. And this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ. There's one. And love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwells in him, and he in him, and hereby we know that he abides in us by the Spirit which he has given us. So these two commandments, believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave commandment. These are the specific commandments that he's referring to that is loving God. It is the love of God. So, and we, just, we probably just have enough time to introduce this in this broadcast. There are a whole lot of ideas and concepts and lack of ideas and lack of concepts of what love is. What does it look like? There's a lot of misconcepts. Um, there's a lot of people who haven't ever in their lifetime experienced real love. And when I talk about real love, it's, I'm, I'm, when I talk about things like that, I'm always referencing back to the word, always back to the, the word, to God, okay? So agape, the love of God, God's kind of love. Now, that love is keeping the commandments, but it looks like 1 Corinthians chapter 13. God's so good. He gives us examples. He gives us illustrations. 
in his word. <laughs> it's you just it's wonderful watching the um, connection and the intertwining of these concepts, the word, love, God. So first Corinthians chapter 13, and we're just going to read through this and then we're going to dig into it. Start. We'll pick up there next time. First Corinthians chapter 13 and chapter 12, you remember he's talking about the gifts of the spirit. And then at the end of uh, chapter 12, he says, but let me show you a more excellent way. And then he goes into, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity, or that word is actually agape, the God kind of love, the giving kind of love. I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And then he goes down and he starts he, he starts in verse 4 listing out what it looks like. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. It's not, it's, it's uh, well, I almost went into the Amplified there. I'm just going to read through it in the, King, in the King James first. Love envies not. Love vaunted not itself, it's not puffed up. Love does not behave itself unseemly, seeks not its own way, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, and love never fails. So if you don't ever want to fail, if you want to make a fail-proof existence, then it would behoove you. That's one of them, it's one of them big <laughs> the words, words that means uh, it do you good <laughs> to go ahead and look into this and study it. And that's exactly where we're going to pick up next week. And remember, I mean, we've covered a lot of different details and things like that, but remember, we've, we've laid the foundation for this over the last months and months and months since March, okay? So don't go anywhere because I want to tell you about how to get a hold of all of that. DavidWeeder.org. Discover the calling and mission of our ministry. Get to know us and the vision God has given us. Watch the Covenant Living broadcast and connect to our YouTube channel. Consider becoming a partner and supporting our outreaches. Learn about our teaching tools and resources. DavidWeeder.org, your connection for all of this and much more. Hey, look, now, now you see what I mean. That website is like Grand Central Station. <laughs> you, can get, you can watch broadcasts. You can click on the audio and just listen to broadcasts. You can go and read the blogs. You, I mean, look. You can you can find out about upcoming events. You can find it. I mean, everything, pretty much everything that I know of that we do, it's is and it's listed got on everything the website. we've done and everything we've done. You can go all the way back to, I don't know. You can probably find stuff back there five six years ago. I'm not sure, but um, it's all available and it's all available at no charge, no cost to you. Praise God, our partners, our partners see to it that you get this information. And God sees to it through our partners <laughs> that you have access to this information. So don't treat it lightly. You know, I believe it's Brother Keith Moore that says, no cost, no excuse. <laughs> you don't have any excuse. You got, you're carrying around a phone that has access to everything to take advantage of it. It's placed there for you. It's for your benefit. It's so that you can learn to live in victory and in every area of life, including 
dominating and overcoming and flushing fear completely out of your life. And remember, it's love that does it, who is God. God loves you. We love you. And Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make this broadcast possible. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. You can also listen to our broadcast on iTunes. For more information about our ministry, contact us at davidweeder.org 